Hello, you are listening to Season 1, Episode 4 of Bourbon Reviews. On this week's episode, we dive into new oak barrels, char levels, and their impact on bourbon. I'm flying solo again for this episode. Should have some more guest hosts, though, coming up in a few weeks. Reminder, as always, feel free to reach out to me on the social media accounts. Bourbon Reviews is on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm always looking for suggestions and ways to improve. Sit back and enjoy this episode of Bourbon Reviews. Howdy, and welcome to another fun filled episode of Bourbon Reviews. I'm your host, Zach Irving. Thank you again for joining me this week. Before we get started talking about this week's topic, though, let's do a quick recap of last week. Local biology teacher Dion Brait joined us to discuss yeast and how it relates to the bourbon making process. We learned it's a living organism and discussed fermentation along with that. We then briefly discussed our speculation about companies that claim that different yeast strains might offer up different tastes. We concluded by analyzing another bourbon of the week. We laughed, we cried, and then we left. Thank you again to Dion for being a guest, and as always, I want to encourage others who have ideas and or want to be a guest on an episode. Please reach out to me on the social media accounts, Bourbon Reviews, with the Z at the end. Let's jump into this week's topic now. Oak barrels and char levels. So let's start with a little background. There are some alternative timelines or revisionist history to be taken into account here. I put those in quotes, uh, alternative timelines with, uh, you know, reference to some, you know, probably Marvel movies or X-Men movies there, just time travel in general. You know, some revisionist history, people going back and telling us things way after the fact, let's say. Um, there are some various stories of how we began to use oak barrels to store our whiskey in. Uh, one story is of a barn burning down and repurposing the wood. Another has to do with burning the barrels to get the old residue out of what was in there prior to filling it up and transporting it downriver. Elijah Craig is said to be the first one to do this, hence making him, quote, the father of bourbon because he charred the barrels. No matter what happened, or didn't happen. It makes for a good story, good marketing, and at the end of the day, the charring of the new oak barrels does have a significant impact on the taste of bourbon. So another question out there might be, why oak and not pine? Well, pine's cell structure is too loose and would leak too much. So even though it would be cheap and readily available, oak is better suited for the job than pine. This allows for more interaction with the wood, And that interaction gives the flavor. Now, the way I understand it, though, there is a misconception that it has to be American oak. From what I've researched, that is actually not true. It is oftentimes American white oak, but by legal definition, it just has to be charred new oak. So it could be French oak, Brazilian oak, etc. Just charred new oak. Okay? So let's do a step-by-step of this a little bit. So... First, the wood gets cut and dried. The drying of the wood makes it easier 
for Cooperages, 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 yeah, to put the staves together to construct the barrel. A cooperage means a place that makes barrels or casts, and a stave is just simply a wooden vertical post or plank. So imagine they put this thing together piece by piece, but then they put some bands around it to hold it all together, and so on. Next, they need to char it, which means they are burning the crap out of the inside. Imagine a big old campfire inside of that barrel, okay? So I want to first clear up a difference here, though. Some claim to be toasted barrels. Toasting is just a gentle heating of the wood, okay? This is less common to be done by itself. Charring happens more often for sure, okay? There are different levels of charring that I think would be good for us to go through here. So, level one char is a 15-second burn. It is just a step above a heavy toasting, okay? A lot of distilleries are above this level. I'm not sure how many actually out there do just level one. They might have a product or two um, that do this, but my guess is not many. Uh, I could be wrong on that if somebody else knows a little bit more about that, but from everything I've read, experienced, and, you know, going to different distilleries and whatnot, I think level one is not all that common. Uh, same with actually level two. Level two is a 30-second burn. Um, and for whatever reason, that's not real common either. Again, my guess is you could find some products that are like that, but overall would not be ones that are used a lot. Levels three and four are the most common. Level three is a 35-second burn. Uh, one example I found of that is Angel's Envy. They use a level three char. Level four might be the most well-known one because it is a 55-second burn. This is also apparently known as the alligator char because after it's done and you look at the inside of the barrel it resembles alligator skin and again you can go find some pictures on there uh, on different websites on the old google machine that will be able to help you picture that wild turkey uses the alligator char okay along with many others so all told the heat causes a chemical reaction to take place, which develops a lot of the flavoring. So, you know, we've learned about grains prior to this. We've talked about distilling the mash bills a bit. And now we're talking about barrels. Those are three of the four things that really go into the flavoring. The last thing would be storage. And we're actually going to uh, talk about age, climate, storage, and proof all that on next week's episode. But... Right now we're talking about barrels, okay? And that's um, depending on, you know, the different master distillers and different people you ask, they say that the, the barrel itself and, the, you know, along with the, you know, place where it's put, storage on it, accounts for probably 50% or more of the bourbon's flavor. Because of that interaction with the barrel, uh, because it's charred, because it's oak, all those things go into account here and account for a lot of the flavoring, okay? So, to kind of finish up with a little bit of a science -y stuff here, that's a shout-out again to Dion, Mr. Science Man. Oak wood can be simplified, or maybe oversimplified, into four major components. Cellulose, hemicellulose, lignin, 
and wood extracts. Now I'm not going to go into detail, all the detail on those right now, but some play a larger role in the flavoring than others, okay? Um, I'm going to put in the description a couple articles where there's some good information about this and then that way um, you can read a little bit more about this in general but from what I'm reading cellulose is fairly unimportant participant in the maturation process but Harlan Wheatley of Buffalo Trace um, he's delved into the importance of it um, basically it's the long link chains of glucose um, let's see here hemicellulose is com uh, composed of various somewhat smaller sugars like glucose, xylose, and galactose. Uh, lignans would be uh, are composed of various sugars, acids, and then the wood extracts um, are the most varied but also the most influential to the flavor of the bourbon. So again, make sure and check those articles out. I'll link those in the description along with my social media accounts and all that other stuff that goes in there. Make sure and uh, look into that if you want to dive a little bit deeper into that, okay? Um, but hopefully those basics, for those of you who just want to know the basics, hopefully this uh, episode today kind of did that for you, okay? Um, now that we've wrapped up about barrels, it is time for, you guessed it, a quick review of the Bourbon of the Week. <laughs> throwback to one from the Bourbon Reviews video days, Wild Turkey 101. I felt it appropriate to do this one since we talked about Wild Turkey in the char level 4 portion. This is one of my favorites, one of my standbys. Um, back then when I did the video, I put it at number 5. And I've tried a lot more bourbons since then. I don't know exactly where it would finish. I'd have to again sit down and kind of think that through. But at this current moment, I am ready, ready and willing to say that I do believe it has jumped over the four that were actually in front of it back then. Uh, just as time has gone on, I've appreciated it more and more for whatever reason. So um, for those of you that have not seen those, number four was Old Grandad, number three was Knob Creek, two was Woodford Reserve, and number one was Bullet. Okay, so you already know this bad boy's got a hashtag so good stamp of approval. But let's go back and let's do some notes on it, okay? So on the nose, definitely getting some caramel or caramel, however you say it. Again, I don't, I don't really know. Definitely some vanilla right off the bat. Those are the first two that jumped out at me. Um, but going back a couple times, there's for sure some spice in there. Um, Reminder that this is a traditional bourbon by our standards. It does have 13% rye, though. For me, in order to consider it a high rye, I typically go at that 18% mark. But the rye spice still definitely comes out in this one in the nose. Okay? So let's go to the taste. That vanilla is showing up again, but get a little citrus in there, 
Maybe it's like that orange peel, what Dion referenced last week, but it's definitely some sort of citrus. Yeah, that's good. And the finish, like I told you guys, when I do that exhale, it's a lot of times where I get that oak and wood notes. Um, it's definitely got a long finish. It's still going for me right now. Um, wow, that is good. I'm, I feel justified in, in putting that in my top five originally and jumping over some of my previous favorites um, for sure. So, um, like I said, you know it has that so good stamp. And also, guys and gals, it it normally only costs around like $27 for a $750. This thing is well worth the price of admission. Um, I was actually in Missouri the other day, and I saw it for $18 for a bottle. And I probably should have picked it up, but I did not for whatever reason. But, I, yeah, my gosh, this is good. So if you're good, looking for a good, affordable, very affordable bourbon, uh, you can't go wrong with Little Wild Turkey 101. Um, again, that 101 might, you know, push some people away. Uh, some of the, you know, entry-level uh, bourbon enthusiasts now may maybe put it on on the rocks or a little water in there with it or whatever. Um, and, you know, for some people that are the, the full-proof frenzy of people out there, this might not be enough proof for them. That's fine. To each their own. You know, this whole thing is about enjoying bourbon the way you want to enjoy it, enjoying the, the bourbons that you want to enjoy. Um, not going to try and push anything on you that you need to try, but I'm just making my recommendations and suggestions. So, but... Yeah, I'm going to definitely sit here and enjoy the rest of this um, after I let you guys go here. But uh, anyway, it was good chilling with you guys all again. Um, I think, uh, you know, next week, like I said, we're going to take a look at proof, age, storage, and climate. And uh, that'll kind of, you know, get us to that point where, again, like I said last week, you know, these first four or five episodes, if you were to listen to them all the way through, you have that basic understanding of bourbon. You started with the cocktails and went to the grains, yeast. You know, this week we're talking about oak and the and the barrel, the barrels and the char. Next week's that proof climate storage, you know, and then we'll start going into some more specific type topics uh, to help you uh, finish uh, your understanding of the basics, but also maybe get into a little more detail see where you want to go with this again always looking for suggestions reach out to me and let me know what you think but until next week may you always enjoy the bourbon that is so good